It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Brett Baer. I'm Maria Bartiromo. I'm Brian Kilmeade. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, February 11th, 2022. I'm Lisa Brady. Everyone has challenges, but you might be surprised how many people are doing battle with themselves every day. I'm so proud of my physical scars from fighting. Now I want us all to be proud of our mental scars because we should be. It's our scars. We earned them. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Throughout the pandemic, we've been hearing more about mental health, not only the potential effects of measures like lockdowns and isolation, but more of a public awakening of just how prevalent these issues were already and how hard it is to come out on the other side of anxiety or depression. Not something you'd imagine is part of anyone's Super Bowl countdown, but it is. Fox News Radio On Demand on the Fox News app. Download the app and just click listen. When you swipe left, you can listen to your favorite Fox News talk shows live. Swipe right for the latest Fox News Radio newscasts on demand. Fox News Radio on the Fox News app. Download it today. Last night, I, I literally walk outside my, my balcony where I am at the hotel here. And every year I do the same thing. I go outside my balcony. I look up. I just start talking to God like, like God, how did I get here? Like, I, I am so grateful. Jay Glazer, top NFL insider on Fox NFL Sunday, is preparing for Super Bowl 56 this weekend. He's also the author of Unbreakable, How I Turned My Depression and Anxiety into Motivation, and How You Can Too. Look, the first 11 years of my career, I was making 9700 bucks a year in order to get here. My first Super Bowl, I had to um, eat in the media room because they didn't have enough money to afford breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And I just had to stay on people's couches. So for me, it's a different journey. Every year I'm here, I live in gratitude. Wow. you've And you've had such a varied career so far, like not just as a TV personality, but as a mixed martial arts trainer to pro athletes and celebrities. You played yourself for all five seasons on HBO's Ballers, for anyone who doesn't know, and still found time to start the charitable organization MVP, which stands for Merging Vets and Players. People you know, might never guess just how much you've struggled mentally and emotionally to be where you are. Well, you hit it on the head. The reason why I did all those great things, and they're great, is because of my level of depression and anxiety. I mean, there's two ways I can go. I, I'm, I have clinical depression and anxiety. That means I've had it since I was born. I don't know any other uh, way to feel. I don't know any other way to wake up in the morning. I don't know how it is to love myself from the inside out. And I really don't know how it is to wake up in the morning and not believe my sky is falling. Like I battle that every single day and it, it sucks. Um, but I have to do all these great things so I can try and get some love from the outside in while I'm working on myself to figure out how to get some love from the inside out. You're actually sharing so much of this now with people and how to overcome it um, in your book, Unbreakable. And I want to ask you more about that in just a moment. But I just want to tap into something, an ongoing struggle, because it can be hard for anyone who hasn't had or been close to someone with a mental health issue, especially depression, clinical depression, um, to understand you can't just 
pep talk yourself out of it or think positive your way out of it. I mean, you describe it as walking around with no skin, all of your nerve endings exposed. Yeah. You know, look, we need to practice it the same way we practice anything else. You practice a sport or you practice a business practice or you practice parenting. It's not just a one shot deal. It's something every single day. Look, we all just went through a pandemic. So there's gray in everybody right now. And the way social media is right now, it's pretty easy to think that your own life sucks when it doesn't because you're comparing yourself to everybody else's filtered fraction of a second. And you're like, well, man, my life sucks compared to that. And it really doesn't. Um, and all the and all the, the hate that we see on Twitter. So it's a harder life out there. But what I'm really proud of with this book is we all talk about mental health. But nobody's really given it the words until now. Nobody's described it. This book describes it, whether it's for you or whether you're now able to connect. I'm, I'm getting a lot of message from parents saying now I can connect with my 10 year old daughter, 14 year old son, 19 year old daughter. Um, you're giving me the words to have the conversation. I even had I've been having a lot of grandmothers, which is pretty cool, saying for the first time in our lives, one 80 year old woman, first time in her life, said I now have the words to have the conversation with my husband and my kids and my grandkids. And that for me is pretty damn powerful. Yeah, and the way you frame the challenges, it, it does put things in perspective in a way people can relate to. You talk about living in the gray, but then you talk about using laughter uh, to get mm -hmm. through the gray, to light up the gray. And you talk yeah. about finding your, your team, yeah. which is that really the most important part? Because unfortunately, this is the reality that it's an ongoing struggle. Well, there's three things. I, I, you know, the book is prescriptive. First of all, you just said it. You're going to laugh. And like, in order for me to hit the really deep, dark stuff, I got to make you laugh. I don't want you sitting there crying your eyes out and just, that's it. Like, I want you to laugh. So the gray hates laughter. And whenever I have an anxiety attack, which um, was every single show I've ever done from 2005 until this past year, when I actually journaled, the book ended up uh, being journaling for me. And that has pretty much subsided my anxiety and panic attacks, which I didn't see coming. For the most part, I still have them here and there, but not every single week like I used to. So I would immediately try and crack a laugh. You see me on TV a lot of times, and I'm laughing and joking. Well, you don't know, a lot of times I'm doing that on purpose to get myself out of an anxiety attack or a panic attack. And when I have those panic attacks, I feel like I'm having a heart attack. My eyes start squirming all over the place. I start sweating like crazy. My heart starts beating so fast. My hands shake. So I'm like wrestling with my abuser while I'm on the air, making you laugh at home. The quicker I can make you laugh at home, the quicker it gets me out of it. Um, and then being of service is huge. I wrote this book to give the words to others, to um, have a team. Like we're saying, I need a team to increase my team and to be of service to so many people. So being of service to me really gets me to, to, to slice through the gray and see some blue in this. There's a lot of examples in the book of how you can be of service. You don't have to be rich or, or famous or anything like that. You don't have to be loaded. Like, man, I, I to this day, I go to the 99 cent store and I um, buy toothbrush, toothpaste, handy wipes, deodorant, socks, pen and pad. And I put them in a little bag for homeless, seven bucks. And it just slices through the gray. Or just calling somebody saying, hey, I was thinking about you today. Why don't you know I love you? Something like that. Right. So. Being of service is one of my pillars. And then, again, a team. I've, I've had a fight team because I've been in mixed martial arts for a while. 
I have my Fox NFL Sunday crew. God is a team for me. My son and my pit bull are a team for me. But now I'm trying to make one huge team together. Like the bigger our team, I wrote this book so I could help a lot of you. But at the same time, you're going to lift me up. The bigger my team is, um, the more I can fight back against the gray. And I'm hoping to round, us, round up a huge army uh, back against the gray because, man, this thing does not deserve to beat us anymore. You've been listening to Jay Glazer, Fox NFL insider and the author of Unbreakable. We'll be right back. And that's a wonderful concept, the thought of the bigger the team, the better, because when I first heard the word team in the context of the chapters in the book, I was thinking, oh, your individual support network, the people most closely around you, which is part of it. But this is a much bigger team concept, which is which is amazing. Um, and, I, and I'll tell you this, too, my teammates who I have opened up to about this, and I really opened up just the last two years. I hit it all these years. Um it has gotten us so much closer together. So I'm also trying to take away the shame. I want people to know, like, look, Michael Strahan's my best friend. I didn't talk to him about this until two months ago. He's like, why? I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't make up the rules of this. With you, I was ashamed. And he's like, but I, but I could have been there for you all these years. I'm like, I, man, I, I don't make the rules up. I hear you. And I don't know why, but had I not been ashamed, I could have had my best friend walking this walk with me for 30 years and could have gotten help a long time ago. It's so hard to take that first step sometimes, mm-hmm. though. Um, and, you know, athletes in general are often seen as larger than life. So for the public, it may have been a real shock when some famous athletes started yeah. to admit, you know, they started to admit they're not OK. Um, were you at all surprised by that? Or did you have some level of relief in what, you know, maybe a turning point in awareness? Well, I don't want anything bad to happen to them, but I'm glad we're starting to have the conversation. Um, and look, I've always, as a coach, who's always coach fighters and football players, I always know what's more important is what's behind the rib cage and what's between the ears. That's what I focus on most when I'm coaching them. And there's a lot of that in this book also, which is also the same way I kind of go about business. But I'm glad that they have finally decided to speak out, know there's nothing wrong. Because the moment you put it out there, it's like, oh, okay, a huge relief. And you can kind of get it off your own plate and and start to deal with it a lot, a lot better when, again, you're not alone. Without naming any names, um, have people reached out to you and have you been sharing stories with each other? Because who better to talk to than someone in the business dealing with similar mm-hmm. struggles now that they know that you are? Well, The Rock wrote my forward. And he wrote the forward because he and I lean on each other. Like, you know, as you kind of get bigger, your support system actually gets smaller of who you could really lean on. Um, so, yeah, he and I have really, really raw conversations. Sean McVay, who's the head coach of the Rams at this week's Super Bowl, the way I describe the gray is a conversation that he and I had Super Bowl week. Um, I mean, not Super Bowl week, a year ago. Um, Super Bowl week in Cabo with me, him, and Andrew Whitworth, where to his credit, he didn't understand people like Whitworth and I. And he really wanted to learn it. And he allowed me to retell our entire conversation in the book. My thing was like, Sean, think of how much better of a coach you'll be if you can understand this. And he said, well, how many of my players do you think got this? I said, that's not the question you need to ask yourself. How many players? How many of your assistants? How many of your coaches? How many of your secretaries? How many of your family members? Like, Sean, it's everywhere. Somebody has some form of gray or knows somebody with some form of gray, 
and we all need to help out right now. And again, we've we've sat there in silence for too damn long. So I'm trying to I'm trying to break this wall down now and make us all proud. I'm so proud of my physical scars from fighting. Now I want us all to be proud of our mental scars because we should be. It's our scars. We earned them. Really a whole different way to approach the idea of taking away the stigma Mm -hmm. of mental challenges. Be proud of your scars, especially as you're battling through them and, and overcoming them. What are you hoping your book does for anyone who reads it? Hey, I'm hoping it saves lives. That's number one. I'm getting a lot of messages from people who were, um, consider making that ultimate decision and, and was going to commit suicide that day and said, wow, because of your book or because of your post now, I'm going to go get a help. I'm going to reach out. But I also want us to really start having a lot more empathy for each other. It's a harder world these days, especially coming through a pandemic. Only way we could change this is together. So I'm hoping that people read this book, hoping they laugh their asses off while they're doing it because there's some crazy stuff in there. Um, But I hope there's something they can get and we all become this one big unbreakable team and we bounce stuff off each other. We like, I was just driving the other day in LA and this woman, I I drive, uh, I was on sunset and she turns to me and she looks at me and goes, Oh my God, I can't believe you're right there next to me. I said, excuse me. I'm thinking, Oh my God, what did I do? (laughs) And uh, and she said, no, I'm, I'm in my car driving because of you. I said, huh? She said, I'm not isolating because you, I just saw one of your posts and I'm like, man, I can't isolate. I go clear my mind and I got to go try and fight this thing. And she said, I can't believe you're here. Thank you. How about that? Like I just pulled up to somebody like that. So yeah, I'm hoping to get millions and millions of these kind of teammates. And that means no matter where we are, we have support. Wow. That's a, that's an amazing story right there. Um, Well, in the meantime, hopefully everybody can get some welcome, um, distraction, if you will, relief, entertainment from Sunday's game. I would be remiss if I didn't ask if you had any predictions. You know what? I think, look, I talk about Sean McVay in the book, and I know Sean's a bully. And I think the, the NFC Championship game was the first time that they took on his personality. And, you know, that D-line could certainly bully the offensive line of, of Cincinnati. Joe Burrow is a culture changer. So Cincinnati will be contenders for a long time with him. Um, but I think in the end, the Rams are just, man, they're, they're too well-rounded and they're finally, if they go out there and they try and play like a bunch of just skill guys and talent guys, not going to work. If they go out there and play like bullies, like their head coach is, they'll win the game. Well, I wish you all success with your book, Unbreakable. Jay Glazer, NFL insider for Fox NFL Sunday. Thank you so much for your time. I, I just want to remind people, this book is to lift you up, to motivate you. I use mine to motivate me. I didn't. I don't allow to keep me in bed, uh, even though it's hard to get out of bed every single morning of my life. I use it so once I get out of bed, I can go be relentless and go after my dreams and try and find that outside love that I'm looking for. And hopefully it can meet in the middle at one point. I can learn to love myself up from the inside out. Thank you so much, Jay. Thanks for what you're doing for everybody for sharing. Thank you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com.
from the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine.